This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Hard to believe that we spend one-third or more of our lives at work. It can be either a positive environment or a negative environment, and that definitely can have an impact on our health. Rick Tiedemann is with Copeman Healthcare. He joins us today. Hello, Rick. How are you, Angela? I'm doing well. You know, we hear so much about maintaining our resilience. How do we relate that to the workplace? And in particular, I'm thinking uh, of maybe people in high-stress jobs if they're leaders in their workplace. Right. Well, Angela, I think that it's first uh, really important to recognize that there are two main components of resilience, and this involves both our physical and our psychological well-being. So to have optimal health, we want both of those looked after. In terms of resiliency and leadership, though, it is recognized that in organizations uh, where you have increased responsibility, this increased responsibility often translates into increased stress, and this stress can translate into many negative impacts on one's health. So simply put, then, our resilience is diminished uh, if we're in a stressful environment for too long. Uh, Health issues such as anxiety, fragmented sleep, digestive problems, Allergies and many more are closely related to us spending too much time in these stressful situations, Angela. And yet, when we look into companies, the resiliency support mechanisms are often the same throughout all levels of a company and don't typically evolve when a person takes on a more stressful role or progresses within the organization. So for our corporate leaders, the base wellness programs are often not sufficient enough to counter the higher level of stress that they experience. And this uh, increased stress needs to be appropriately balanced off with a wellness program that evolves with an individual's increased level of responsibility. And this then helps to maintain an individual's physical and psychological resilience. So as we mentioned, uh, executives and leaders can be especially hard hit. And if we look at the economic times that we've had in Alberta recently, uh, executives and business leaders have uh, had the difficult circumstances they need to work with. And it's vital that we start thinking about building resilience within corporations as part of a health risk mitigation strategy for the company. So health risk mitigation strategy, what does that look like? Well, it can have a a few different dimensions, Angela. Uh, Let's start with, say, level one. Level one might be to adopt a healthy workplace program that encourages staff to put their health first. Things like ample sick leave, health spending accounts, gym memberships, healthy snacks, and maybe health education seminars, etc. So that's a base program that everybody would have access to. Level two, Angela, could be a stratified leadership well-being program. So uh, Copeman's has pioneered this type of a program, and it's becoming very, very popular within uh, corporate Alberta. And with a stratified leadership program, the wellness window expands as an individual takes on more responsibility, and therefore, the resilience is appropriately managed. The program can start with an annual health assessment and builds to where the individual enjoys both an annual health assessment plus timely ongoing care that can address both their physical and psychological health. It's also, I think, really important, Angela, that organizations really identify what the goal of their health risk mitigation strategy is. Do you want health assessments done that purely identify health issues, or do you want healthy leaders? These are two very different goals and require different programs. I think sometimes, especially during tough economic times, uh, in employers and companies forget about the importance of employees' health, but maybe it's an opportunity to remind us of why you've got to put that as a priority. Business leaders will often say, Angela, that people are their number one asset. 
And then I'll ask them, I says, so is it an appreciating asset or a depreciating asset? If people are in fact our number one asset, then the risk mitigation that we want to do for that asset is really keeping them healthy. That's the number one thing that we want to do. So um, I'm aware of way too many executives whose lives have been dramatically disrupted by a health issue, and this leaves them, their families, and their organizations in a difficult spot. So when companies are looking at employee health, A, it's a risk mitigation strategy. B, it can also be a really neat talent attraction and retention strategy uh, so that you can make sure that you keep the best people in your organization. And it's well known that really good executive health programs actually enhance the performance of the individuals and, of course, subsequently the organizations. Good information. Rick, thanks so much for this. Yeah, you betcha. Rick Tiedemann, he is with Coltman Healthcare. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.